0: This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680-CJOB. Are you ready to rock, Jim Toth? I'm
1: what? always ready to rock. I don't always rock. Are you rock. ready to rock? I don't always rock it, but I'm always
0: ready to rock. I want to rock! Uh, big news coming out of practice. Practice got going at 11 o'clock today. Happy Thursday. Thursday,
1: Thursday. Happy Thursday. You thirsty?
0: Um, thirsty for knowledge? Thirsty for big knowledge. So uh, make sure you are uh, hugging your radio right now as I drop this this bomb on you. Um, further changes to the top line, you can check this out. Go to Kelly Moore's uh, uh, Twitter page. He just uh, put this information out there. Uh, Kelly Moore at CGOB. Um, I'm hoping we can connect with him. I know he's going to be in the middle of the availabilities, but we're going to try to connect to him um, around – uh, 1245 today Yeah, K more uh, uh, at C- uh, at K more C J O B uh, check him out on Twitter. And of course, give him a follow um, for the latest news from practice and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but um, we're going to, again, we're going to hope to connect with uh, with Kelly later on in the show here. Um, but further changes to the top three lines at practice today. Um, Nikolai Ehlers, Vladislav Nemesnikov, uh, at center with Blake Wheeler. That's one line. Second line, Nino Niederreiter, Adam Lowry, and Mason Appleton. Okay, those are two of the lines that changed. Um, the big change um, is a line with Kyle Connor, Pierre-Luc Dubois at center, and at wing, Mark Shifley. The fourth line stays the same, Morgan Barron, Kevin Stenland, and uh, Saku Menalainen, defensive pairings. Uh, Again, identical Josh Morrissey, Dylan DeMello, uh, Brendan Dillon, Neil Pionk, and Dylan Sandberg, and Nate Schmidt. Um, Yeah, the big move there, Mark Shifley. No, not not playing a role at center at practice today. Shifted over to right wing. What do you make of that, Mr. Jim Toth? Rick Bonus is a bad man. <laughs> he is a bad dude.
1: Yeah. Do not test Rick Bonus. Yeah. He is the new sheriff in town, and it is now his town. Um, look, this is going to be read into a ton, as it should be. Yes. There are two trains of thoughts from me. My first one is um, they can't rely on Mark Shifley down the middle anymore. Uh, not with seven games to go and not with the defensive deficiencies and um, a move to make him to the wall, which is an easier position than down the middle and hopefully um, get some better play and some scoring out of him. And and maybe the guys he's on the line with as well with Mm -hmm. Connor. The other train of thought I have with this is the post game from the San Jose Sharks. When, uh, Dylan DeMello, head coach Rick Bonus, spoke about what they need to continue to do to start scoring and winning games, which is shooting the puck more, going to the net, was contrary to what Mark Shifley said after the game where he is a possession guy. He likes to work with the puck, hold it. He wants to keep it down low, something hold a goal
0: line, wait for keep pucks it, to go to the slot. Hold the goal yeah.
1: line, which is a contradiction to what it seems Rick Bonus wants and the rest of the team, i.e. Dylan DeMello's comments post-game, uh, they want to continue to do. So, is he on the wall because he is struggling so much that they can't risk him struggling more with seven games to go? Or is he on the wall because during a conversation, because of the eye roll and the comments made not being on the same page is what the team and the coach wants. Mm-hmm. And the conversation didn't go well and basically said, I'm this is my game. This is how I play possession-wise below the line, quantity over quality when it comes to shots. And that's not what I'm asking you to do. Will you start doing it? No, I will not. I will keep playing my game that has been successful. Okay, have a good day. See you at practice tomorrow. And a decision was made to... Move him to the Essentially move him out of his position.
0: Yeah. And How long has he been a center? To a on this wing team?
1: spot where you have to work along the wall, dig pucks out, and feed guys who want to shoot.
0: I, I tried to look back and find out when the last time Mark Scheifele played wing on this team. And I I could not find it. Maybe it's, in his it's rookie been, year, I don't know. Perhaps. It's been years. So this isn't something that's just uh done. There there's obviously a, a big reason to it. And I think, Jim, it's it's either one or the other things here. What what I'm curious about as well, is this commitment to this possession game in the offensive zone, you know, and and these were his comments uh, following the game, this commitment to uh, holding on the puck, waiting for the right pass, the right opportunity, wear down the defense, and then put the puck in the slot and 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 shoot, which in principle sounds like a great idea. But Jim, correct me if I'm wrong here. what what is uh, what is the purpose of a power play? It's to control possession in the offensive zone a man up and and score well the winnipeg jets have not been able to do that and they've held on to every power play is a possession game the winnipeg jets over the last two months are third last in the league on the power play and they're one for 31 since the third period uh, a few weeks ago in tampa so I, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not curious. I'm curious as to why there isn't a appetite to try something a little bit different to get something going here. And I'm I, I'm I'm curious as to why. Well, first of all, this move was made, and I think it was for one of the two reasons you laid out, Jim. But I'm I'm curious as to if if it is that second one, where it's just a which I think there there seems to be some evidence to suggest. That might be realistic as to what actually happened based on the comments following the game in San Jose, based on the eye roll from the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets, Rick Bonus. Why is there such hesitancy or, I don't know, stubbornness to try and do what you need to do to get this team to start scoring goals?
1: Yeah, and I do want to emphasize this is just my speculation. Yeah, and I think what we'll hear from them out of after practice is I'm not playing well, and I got to play better, and maybe this will help me. And and I think that you know he's we need him to be better, and we're hoping that you know the the wing will help him with that. But there's a clear di- you know we're trying to figure out what has been going on with Mark Shifley since benching in Carolina, but we can all trace it back to some very poor play going back to benching in Carolina. Yeah, we don't have to go that far back to trace a move to the wing. Um, you didn't get. To any shots on net for two periods. Mm-hmm. You got three on and then spoke contrary to what the team is saying that they would need to do more of to be successful, including mm-hmm. the head coach. A discussion would have had to been made from that. It was national news from the eye roll. Yeah. The disappointment, the eye roll and the disbelief that that's what he was hearing from his star centers, yeah. why he rolled his eyes. So I would assume there was a conversation had, and I would assume maybe the conversation was positive. Maybe he's like, I, again, this is only my speculation. Yeah. Maybe he did say, okay, well, and he goes, I'm, I want to move you to the wing, and I want you to shoot more from there. And he's, okay, well, I'll possess the puck on the wing, and I'll shoot more. Thank you. It could be all nice maybe and dandy. That's,
0: maybe that's what happened, Jim.
1: I So the, I, I'm not saying that the other way is how it happened, but in my mind, this is a demotion. This is, yeah. this is benching a player you can't literally bench, mm-hmm. not with seven games to go. And it goes back to the conversations the past couple of days and past couple of weeks where people want guys healthy scratched and people want bottom six players moved up into the top six. And I'll reiterate, this is not a time to try and... It's, it, it's shocking that he was benched in Carolina with Connor and Rider. Mm-hmm. Your best players with 13 games to go in the season should not have to be benched. No, they should Bottom line. Yeah. And, and maybe that's not emphasized enough. What isn't emphasized enough here is is you are moving your number 1 center to the wing
0: with 7 and games with to go. With 7
1: games to go and you're you're hanging on <laughs> wow. for your playoff
0: life. That's a move of desperation, Jack. I've never seen this before. No, another vibe. The I.
1: answer always is I will go down with my number 1 center and my my top 6 wingers trying to get them to score for the next 7 games and playing them 20 minutes a night. Because I need them to score. And there's nobody else on this roster that's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So to me, to move them to a wing with seven games to go is very damn. When you're desperate for goals. It's just the point of, I look, this is, I don't think you can do it for us at center anymore. When we need you the most, I don't think you can do it. So I'm going to try and help you to help us in some fashion on the wing.
0: This has been something that, that's, it, it's it's it, like the way that I'm reading into this, Jim, and again, this is just me looking at the situation, um, is that this 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 was something that's been going on for a long time, and it finally came to a head. Shifley made the comments. I'm sure that that, that wasn't the first time that Shifley had made that statement going to go ahead and say to Rick bonus. And that's not the first time these two have had that conversation about that. No, that's not it's not something like that. Like that's not, that's not a stretch to, to assume here. So this is something that's been coming uh, for a while. And, you know, Rick bonus has said this, how many times he says, I never surprise guys when I move them around like that. I don't surprise them. He said that himself.
1: He's not saying anything to the media that he hasn't said to them in the room or an individual player. He doesn't discuss an individual player, and he doesn't discuss when he says, I need some pride to set in, Uh, we need guys to give us more, Uh, we bang our heads against the wall, all that stuff. like Players aren't listening to this station or picking up a newspaper to find out what the coach thinks. The coach is telling them what he thinks and what he wants them to do. I just, I don't, I don't understand. Um, And again, like I said, that's just my own speculation. It could have been positive. It could have been like, okay, thank you. I'm struggling so bad. I'll go to the wing. What Mm. makes me think that it's not a a two-way conversation very well is the fact that he basically spoke about doing the opposite of what the team and the coach thinks they need to do to Mm. win games. Yeah. Yep. And and I, to be honest with you throughout his time here, I think that's always been something that I've wondered about is, again, name the coach that has been in charge of Mark Shifley. I don't think one of them hasn't talked to him about playing better defense.
0: Yeah. 204-780-6868, 204-780-6868. Uh, let's take a couple of text messages here. Then we're going to go into uh, the break uh, right away here. Uh, but this one is from Frank. Uh, guys, I think they should scrap the current power play and go with the guys from the third and fourth line. They can't do any worse or deny the penalty they do uh, or deny the penalty like they do in football. LOL, that one from Frank. Well, Frank, I mean, and this is something we've discussed and I really appreciate the phone call. And, and you know, I was talking to my mom yesterday and she felt the the exact same way about this but the fact of the matter is is in and I was listening to some 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 Rick bonus comments um from earlier on in the year I was listening back to some old post games and, and pre-games and stuff like that and, and, and Rick bonus said your your top guys lead you into the playoffs your top guys have to get on their horses and lead you into the playoffs that's the yeah, situation and, and here, again Frank.
1: so when it comes to like being angry being like the eye roll is some extreme frustration from your head coach when he hears a player's comments but I know with fans, it's a lot of bench this guy or bench that guy or yeah. don't play him as much or why do you keep rewarding him with minutes? Because they need these guys. Like the idea that you're gonna you're gonna send three of the top six to the bottom six and play them 14 minutes a night and then the next game they're gonna be better. That's not how yeah. it works. The
0: level of talent that Mark Scheifele has every over single game. over over the Adam Lowrys and the Mason Appletons and the Morgan Barons who. And, Sacramento line; he, those guys may outwork him night in, night out, but they don't have the talent. They just they don't. don't,
1: and they need talent. They need the talent need the to skill. start scoring they need goals, the skill. Yeah. and that's why I used to say over the past couple of years, people go, "Well, why do they play these two lines so much in the third period? Because they're down a goal."
0: Yeah,
1: you want to roll your fourth line in a third period just as much as you did in the first two when you need two goals to win a game. If those guys could I do, do it, up. they would be in the top six. So, like, I know there's a lot of fever around this, and I know a lot of people are down on Mark Shifley, and I, I understand that and, and and performance. This isn't a bash Shifley thing for me. This is a, I've got to get this guy going. Mm-hmm. I need him to start playing and scoring. And he doesn't agree with us, and, and he, I roll my eyes and I do all that. But at the end of the day, come Friday night against the Detroit Red Wings, I need him to play really good.
0: Let's take a break. Let's come back. This leads right into a conversation. Darren Dreger uh, was involved on a a radio station out in Montreal and talks about Pierre Lou Dubois, his situation in Winnipeg. Montreal. Uh, as well as uh, Mark Shifley. All that and more. These are some great quotes. Of course, Darren Dreger, friend of the show. We've had him on a couple times now. I look to get him on again uh, you soon. You
1: know, I pride myself on being drama free since '73. It's <laughs> a lot of drama lately. Well, this, is,
0: this is high drama, Jim. This is high drama. <laughs> this, is high drama. <laughs> this is high drama, and it keeps amping up. Anyways, I Darren believe Dreger, the lineup
1: came out and you said, you want to get nuts? I let's just get nuts. Let's get, nuts. <laughs> get nuts. Seven games to go. <laughs>
0: Uh, Darren Drager, his comments on Pierre-Luc Dubois and what the Winnipeg Jets are willing to do. Quickly, quickly. Yeah. It's just
1: coming out from Jeff Hamilton of the Free Press. Mark Scheifele, who's been moved to the wing, won't be made available to the media today. It's a club decision. Ooh. If you can't say anything nice, we're not going to let you say anything at all. We'll is be- how I interpret that. My opinion,
0: just me. We'll be right back. Jets at noon on 680-CJOB. Hello, Sarah. Happy Thursday. Your one minute
1: power play on Thirsty Thursday with Sarah Slay McCarthy.
0: Now, Jim, I think you saw the email that it I sent. You sounded more like a pirate than a <laughs> not Yeah, I, did. didn't want to, I just wanted to move on. Oh, boy. Yeah. I sent you, uh, I sent everybody actually within the circle of our little cubicle <laughs> area a very important email today. Mm-hmm. And I've entrusted Sarah with a very important task. It's true. I'm saw that. very yeah. honored. Derek Taylor is going to be rolling in here for me for the next couple of days. Um, and the job that I bestowed upon Sarah Slay McCarthy <laughs> is that she is going to have to continue to water my uh, spider plant, aptly named Spider. Yeah. So you called your
1: spider plant Spider. <laughs> creative. Named creative. after, of
0: course, uh, the character from Goodfellas. There's no relation.
1: One of the greatest movies... Of all time. Agreed. Including Lord of the the Wings. There's,
0: oh the, now, now, to me, myself personally. Like
1: scout dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me, there's very few movies that compare to The Lord of the Rings. And one of them is Goodfellas. The other one is There Will Be Blood. Okay. There Will Be Blood well, is a good movie. Yeah. That's up there. Yeah. That's right up there. So
1: you're in charge of Spider. I
2: am. I spider feel very... needs
1: to breathe. Spider needs some sunlight. <laughs> spider needs some water. Yep.
0: And as they say in Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. That's right. So, so and I, I also... I have that. I have, a, I have an overarching <laughs> supervision team as well. I've I've, an, I've got Skylar Peters, I've got Jeff Braun, I've got Jim Toth recruited oh to make sure God. that no, there's no hanky panky, nothing, there's nothing messing around going on here.
1: I kind of felt offended that he thought I needed supervision to make sure yeah, I need, who watered asks the asks you plant? to watch their child and then say, I hope you don't <laughs> lose my child. Exactly. Also, say this the I'll responsibility of this is not taken lightly this is no. heavy mm-hmm. and this is the newsroom i also commend you for allowing this to happen cam yeah. because like the classic film hangover 2 mm-hmm. when they couldn't find the nephew oh and the tattoo artist said how long's he been gone and when told replied bangkok has him now <laughs> sarah yeah has spider now i mm-hmm.
2: do He's it's in, in hands. her hands. Mm-hmm.
1: You are just roaming the streets of Bangkok, hoping to see Spider again. That's where you're at now. Take good care of him. Thanks, Sarah.
0: Anytime. That's Enjoy your, your one-minute
1: power play with Plant Keeper Sarah McCarthy.
0: It's great. This lot, I got to be honest. I sit beside
1: you, and I didn't even know you had a plant.
0: <laughs> that's why I, didn't, I don't even know you. That's why I didn't give you. I didn't give you the job.
1: Jeff Braun said it's right there. Where? Oh, there is a plant there.
0: <laughs> I'm glad everyone's paying attention. Uh, 204-780-6868, 204 uh, 780 Darren Dreger, NHL insider, is a, a friend of the program as well. Uh, been on with us a, a few times now. Hopefully get him on again soon, as well as um, uh, with with TSN. Uh, was on a Montreal radio station uh, in conversation. And Of course, the only thing that people in Montreal seem to talk about in terms of hockey is when Pierre-Luc Dubois is going to show up and when he's going to become a Montreal Canadian. Is it going to be this year? Is it going to be next year? Are, you know, are they going to... Is Kent Hughes, general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, is he just going to have to wait? Like, this is the only thing they have to talk about when the yeah. team is in the situation they're in. So this is an ongoing conversation. It seems like there's an ever-ending spur of, of news coming out here. Now, in this conversation, uh, Darren Drager made some interesting points, and I want to... I, I, I grabbed four quotes, and I want to read them out here, Jim. Okay. So... Here's, here's, the, here's one. The Winnipeg Jets are going to try to do everything within their power to try and extend Pierre-Luc Dubois. If it is Pierre-Luc Dubois' wish to become a member of the Montreal Canadiens, do we really think that Kevin Cheveldayoff and the Winnipeg Jets are going to just gift Dubois to Montreal? Rick Bonus is not happy with this group. He's not happy with Scheifele, Wheeler, Dubois. If Dubois is to get moved by Winnipeg, what comes back in return? Montreal will have to pay a premium if they're not going to wait until he becomes a free agent then you have the Mark Shifley factor in Winnipeg with all sorts of rumblings that they're that are just going to amplify if he doesn't get back on track is it the right time to consider moving on from Shifley well now you're down your two primary centers in Winnipeg how do you recoup that i don't think Winnipeg i don't think Winnipeg has the appetite for a full on renovation so they're going to need quality assets coming back Maybe you get that in a Shifley trade. You'd certainly need that in trying to replace Pierre-Luc Dubois. Dubois is a priority sign in Winnipeg. The Je- And he continued on later on in the conversation. The Winnipeg Jets will try and move heaven and earth to convince PLD to stay and extend long term. That's one of the biggest reasons why they hired uh, Rick Bonus in the first place. Aside from what we're seeing now, he's a hard coach, but he's a player-friendly coach, and he's an excellent communicator. They hope that Rick Bonus would be able to convince over the course of the season, uh, convince Pierre Luc Dubois to extend and stay long term. That should tell you pretty much everything you need to know about Pierre Luc Dubois and the type of player he is when a team like the Winnipeg Jets is willing to do almost everything to invest to get him to stay. What is on the table for Pierre Luc Dubois? It's, what? It's- what? It's going
1: to be ten million. It's going to be ten million. You're going to have to pay him ten million dollars, um, which again, I don't have a problem with. If he's your number one center, um, you sort of have to make it his team. Yeah. So we want to build around you. You're our guy. Um, and, and I think they would take a healthy run at him. Look, this isn't surprising. This is what the Jets doing to me are or, or doing yeah. to me. It'll be surprising to me if they can do it. But that's this is what they have to do. Yeah. Um, suddenly for all the fever around the trade deadline and not wanting to do more, and I still hear as this team struggles from people who are still upset that Kevin cheveldayoff didn't do more at the trade deadline to fix his team. Um, this is why, in my opinion. And I, I kind of thought about this at the deadline and mentioned it on our show then, but now as we get closer to this and we hear this story about Pierre-Luc Dubois, um, they need those assets that would have gone and got you Timo Meyer. They need the assets that would have gone and got you Jeff Chikrin. And they need those assets to sort of reload as opposed to rebuild. And they would have had to rebuild if they went and got those. Mm-hmm. They would have had to rebuild with without those prospects coming in. So if you can get Pierre-Luc Dubois to stay and you move Cole Perfetti to center because he's going into his third year and mm-hmm. he is a center by na- nature, you can trade, if you can trade Mark Shifley and for, for all the fever of what today is bringing and how this yeah. is, is going with Mark Shifley and people are right when they say his value has to be taking a hit too, because no other doubt. GMs are looking how, when they no need you most, that. how you're performing, and now you're moved to wing and all these things, the, con- the contrary con- conversation over the past two days, um, it, hits, it hurts your value. But the, the other part of this is you could bring in a refreshed Mark Shifley at a very generous contract. There will be a number of teams that for one year would love 80 points, At $6 million.
0: He's still, and we were talking about this a few days ago, Jim, about when it comes to points and value per dollar, Mark Scheifele is in the top five NHL players. Yeah, he's number
1: four. There was a study that came out. uh, It was ironic because it came out right after the San Jose game. (laughs) And it was the most valuable, a dollar per value contracts, top 100 and number four was Mark Shifley. They broke down how many points he has this year. This is why I found it ironic yeah. because of the San Jose game and all he's going through. Mm-hmm. But with his 38 goals and 23 assists and that $6 million, the, the pay per value works out to he has the fourth best contract in the National Hockey League for a forward. Yeah. Um, so again, his reputation has taken a bit of a hit here, I think. But that's in the free agency contract mm-hmm. he's looking at after next year. Yeah. For a $6 million guy who can still clearly put up 80 points in the right situation, there will be some some interest. So my point to this is is if you can get Dubois mm-hmm. and you put Porfetti at center and you got Rutmer Chaz Lucius, Vili Hainola, all these other aspects, you can yeah. still deal a D-man too because you got plenty of them. You're going to have to. Whatever you bring back. So you're trading a number one center. I don't think you'll get a number one center back, but I do think you'll get a number two center back and then you can sort of, and maybe something else, yeah. trade a defenseman, and you kind of reload this. Yeah. No, uh, Wheeler's going to be moved on from, too, I think. I think Blake so Wheeler I. will either be um, found a trade to, to be shipped out or, um, you know what crossed my mind the other day? And I, th- I shouldn't bring this up because we got so many other things to talk about, but I, I wonder if Blake Wheeler continues to perform like he has the last three weeks to a month if he doesn't just hang it up. Yeah. He's a, he's a guy that has a lot of pride, right? Mm-hmm. And so and I and I'm still um I'm still defending his play because for the first fifty games of the year, he was good. He was he's fifty points in sixty some games now. It used to be he was four points off being a point of game player a month and a half ago. But the way this past three weeks to month have gone for Blake Wheeler, who is just needs to improve his game just as much as Mark Shifley and the others do, um I wonder if he will – like, to me, he's not a guy that if he can't perform to a certain level of his mind, mm-hmm. I don't see him just dragging out another year.
0: Yeah, we'll have to but wait that's and see But it-
1: that's an off-season yeah. conversation. Back to this one about pierre Dubois – Again, is it ten? Is it 10 and a half? You got to look at the Jonathan Huberto contract.
0: Well, yeah, when you when you and hear, he's in his thirties. Listen, and Darren Dreger is really in on this sort of thing. Like when 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 he's talking about the Winnipeg Jets, he he's 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 got very very good contacts within the organization. So I I, I 100% believe that when he talks about it, and he made he in his opinion said he sees a significant overhaul coming this off season, uh, but um, doesn't think that the Winnipeg Jets have an appetite right now for a full on uh, renovation. They don't at have this not Time they, yeah, they mean, really
1: don't have to. They got Kyle Connor, Nick Ehlers. They got
0: Josh Morrissey. You still have Connor Hallaback one more year.
1: Connor Hel- Connor I mean, the a key. Like and and that's, that's the why other I reason. Think, that's why I
0: think you have to next year. You have to retool. I mean, there's some guys you got to move on from. There's no doubt. But like there's there, it's it's like look at you can't. And I understand the records and what's been going on over the last little bit. But in terms of skill a team like Los Angeles, a team like Minnesota while are just absolutely fantastic right now in, in levels of skill. I just, they just don't, I don't see them comparing to the Winnipeg jets. You might say I got rose colored glasses. I'm a Homer, all that stuff, but I I just don't see a comparison there. But what I do see is teams that are going to go out there and they're going to work and they're going to do what it needs to. Do. They're going to put everything on the line to win the game. I love game. the
1: way the LA Kings are built. And if you're moving on from Mark Scheifele and and you can keep Dubois, you can get th- you could do what LA has done. Yeah. And what LA has done has signed two key free agents over the past three off seasons. One was Philip Deneau and one was Kevin Fiala. Yeah. Then they've drafted extremely well, and then they've made a couple key trades.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not an impossible thing. Let's take a break. Let's come back, 204-780-6860. Thanks for all the text messages, everybody. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, we'll come back. Kelly Moore is going to be joining us. He's from Jets Practice. Uh, he's uh, been in, in on some availabilities with Pierre-Luc Dubois, um, as well as Adam Lowry, and with, of course, head coach Bones. We'll get his comments and what his thoughts are on Mark Schaefer getting moved to the wing after this.
1: Jets at noon on 680-CJOB how's everyone today oh, God interesting day today I'm sure Every day in this league is a good day I always say that we're just looking for some offense um, put uh, you know there's our top players and put them together and I've, we've, we've played them at times together. I've put them during periods together um, during a game to try to create some momentum they went out so they have played together a little bit. Uh, there was another game I was going to do it earlier, but we got, I think it was the Arizona guy, we got it, that with lead, and we so I didn't, I just left the lines go the way they were going because the game was going good. But listen, we need to score some goals, so um, I talked to the three of them this morning to see if, you know, let's give this a try, and they're all gung-ho for it, so let's see what it looks like.
0: That was head coach Rick Bonus just uh, a little while ago, and we bring on to the program 680 CJOB's uh kelly moore uh to uh to talk uh, all about that uh, down at practice uh, hey kelly how you doing i am well gentlemen i am well good to be with you absolutely so the big news uh mark shifley moved to the wing what did you see at practice and what are your thoughts
2: well i mean let's face it this team has scored 15 goals in the last nine games that mark shifley has not scored a goal so i mean you have to continue to do something and it's been an ongoing process they've tried everything and I checked with Mark Shifley uh, very quickly before the uh, uh, media scrum started with Adam Lowry and Pierre-Luc He confirmed what I thought. Uh, he has played on the wing one time before this season, right out of the Christmas break uh, in the uh, 4-2 loss to the Minnesota wild on December 27th. Uh, so it was tried one time and one time only before uh, this, I think is for different reasons uh, that game. Uh, you know, I mean the jets were still ravaged by injuries and that sort of thing. So they were just trying to piecemeal uh, everything together that they could. Uh, let's face it. They, they need to get a line that can score multiple goals and, and, those would be their three top players all uh, in, in one group. So, as the coach said, let's see how it goes. So did Mark speak today, Kelly? No, he didn't speak. No, I went over. And right. He, yeah, he was out of stall. He was just getting ready to go do his workout. So I just asked him, you know, uh, very quickly. Uh, just you know, it, My memory is you played on the wing once before and he confirmed that it was the Minnesota game. I, just, I wanted him to confirm it uh, because uh, mm. I knew that it had happened before and the player would remember.
1: How do you read this, Kelly? Uh, a desperation move, um, uh, uh, a disciplined move. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you bring up a valid point of they need to get more out of it. It's just with seven games to go, a bizarre time to get
2: your number one center to move to the wing. Yeah, it is. But I think it's a sign of the urgency, Jim. You know, it was kind of interesting. Pierre Luc Dubois was asked uh, for his take on the current situation of the hockey club, and he came back to, me. "If you'd have asked me in October." Uh, You know, if we would be uh, uh, above the playoff line, we would have taken that. So I said, okay, well, what about January 14th when you were in first place in the Western Conference? Would you have thought in your wildest of dreams or nightmares, as it were, that you'd only be two points uh, away from being below the playoff bubble? And then, of course, he brought up, you know, the St. Louis Blues great second half in 2018 uh, or 2019, rather. Uh, you know, so I mean, there, there was a little bit of a skirting the issue there, but you know, Jim, it's it's out of urgency, and and I guess. Uh, I, I always defer to Andrew the uh, description that if you're playing desperate, you're going to not play to your maximum. But you do have to play with urgency. So uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to say this is an act of urgency.
1: No, that's a great way to put it. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, Kelly. Uh, also, uh, uh, the, the Nick Ehlers with Adam Lowry and Mason Appleton, that looks like that's only going to last for the one game in San Jose. He's going to be up with Vladislav Nemesnikov and, and Blake Wheeler. What do you think of that line?
2: I... I, you know, I heard you. guys on hold waiting uh, to, to come on, and I heard Jim talking about Blake Wheeler. I mean, it's 21 games without a goal now, and you know, there there have only been a handful of chances where you know Blake has been able to score. I don't. I, I mean, I I don't know what he's going to do in this off season. I mean, that'll be you know for whatever that uh, starts. Uh, but uh, I I like the way Vlad Nemesnikov plays the game, and you know that line played pretty well during the florida road trip so there's at least a positive to fall back on for that line i, I thought uh, when nikolai ehlers was trying to get his game back and here vlad domestikop was the guy that helped him do it uh so uh, you know again <laughs> let's see how that goes detroit's not exactly a defensive juggernaut mind you neither were the columbus blue jackets or the san jose sharks and uh I, I I won't uh, further furrow the brow of Jets Nation with how uh, oh, the Jets struggle against those two teams, uh, but uh, you know clearly they they have to get it going because Calgary and Nashville are coming, and if you fall below that playoff line, it's going to be hard to get back above it. Yeah, just real quick,
0: Kelly, we only got about thirty seconds, but uh, uh, what what else did you hear from 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 Rick Bonus here uh, during his availability?
2: Well, you know, I think he scaled down his comments a little bit with respect to. Uh, you know, if, if players thinking they're emptying their tanks, they're dreaming. You now, he, he was a little bit more contrite about that today. So, and again, you know, we're catching him in the heat of the moment. Uh, so, you know, I I, I, I get that, uh, you know, maybe there'd be a little softening of those comments, but he also said that he has had conversations uh, with the players. He's never going to name names, no coach will, but he's had conversations with the players who he thinks uh, can give this hockey club more. So let's see if there's the uh, according response uh, tomorrow night against the Detroit Red Wings to kick off this final but so crucial five-game homestand.
0: Two points up, still in that final spot in the wild card. Oh, seven come on, games Poitras, come left. On,
2: Poitras, this team is dying. It's going down
0: the <laughs> team. Come on, Poitras. <laughs> it's, it's not over yet.
1: You want something from me? You got to
0: take it. Once Once I'm out... They pull me back in. I'll
1: tell you what, Kelly. You've nailed it for about two weeks now. Man, this is going to be exciting.
0: That's right. High drama here. <laughs> Pre-game gets going five o'clock tomorrow. Puck drop at seven. Jets in Detroit. Kelly, thanks so much.
2: Okay, Cam. All right, let's. <laughs> that's Cam, it for what about me.
0: Jimbo. Wow. Just don't worry about that. Let's. Like he, you're like the Just, favorite son. Come eh? on, come on. Ah,
1: Cam, little pat in the head. See you, Toth.
0: DT's going to be in for me the next couple of days. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening for participating in the show. Jeffrey Forte, best producer in the biz, and Jim Toth. Take you all the way till three o'clock. Your time f-
1: off and watch out, Spider. You're in Sarah's
0: hands now. I fingers crossed. See ya. Jets at noon on six eight CJOB.